We'll begin. And we will beginning with uh, hymn number 227, verse 1. Give it your thoughts. you just sing? For instance, what did you mean when you sang, thy sacred gifts impart? What are sacred gifts? The word sacred is repeated many times in the Lutheran hymnal. Oh, sacred head now wounded. Holy Spirit, hear us on this sacred day. Teach me to love thy sacred word. The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy 3.15, From infancy you have known the sacred writings which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. I know we're used to the words holy scriptures. Uh, For you Greek students, uh, Holy Scriptures is a translation of Graphi Haggai. The words that Paul uses here are Tahira Gramata, sacred writings. So what does that word sacred mean? Well, here's one definition. Dedicated or devoted exclusively to a single use, purpose, person, or deity. Do you own something that you regard as personally sacred? Something that you have set aside for a specific purpose and you wouldn't use it for anything else? Maybe it's a special baseball glove. You'd be very upset if some of your friends decided to use your baseball glove as a soccer ball. And yet you can always get another glove. Furthermore, it won't last forever. Eventually, it will be put on a shelf or thrown away. Our text, however, is talking about something that is able to save us. Save us from the horrible bondage to sin. Save us from the icy grip of death. Save us from the horror of the everlasting fiery darkness of hell. This sacred thing accomplishes this because it possesses the ability to make us wise unto salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. We can't get another set of sacred writings. We can't find something else that will save us. Moreover, unlike your favorite glove, this will last forever. These writings are eternal in their nature 
and in their effect. So what if I decided right now that we're going to play catch with the Bible? We're going to throw it around. Would you be horrified to see that Bible flying through the air, pages ripping out of it, and falling to the floor only to be trampled on as your friends scramble to get it in order to put it through the hoop? Horrified? I certainly hope so. The Bible is so sacred to us that we can't imagine it being used as a plaything for the fun of it, to get a laugh. What about baptism? Baptism is a sacred act, a sacrament. It's the washing of regeneration. And that is set aside from all other washings. There's nothing like it. It's devoted to God's specific purpose of washing away our sins and drenching us in the righteousness of Christ. Peter put it simply, baptism now saves us. What a supernal, sacred act. Surely this is something that we would want to place on a high pedestal in our hearts and in our lives. Little children sometimes play church. In the process, with no evil intentions, they may decide to baptize a doll. Uh, what if a teenager, just for the fun of it, decides to sprinkle water on his classmate and say, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Then he says, I just baptized you. Meanwhile, his friends stand around and say nothing. A little child I can understand. But a teenager, a high school student, who knows what baptism is, such a Christian should stand in awe of this sacred act. Instead, baptism is dragged down to the level of common jokes. Anybody feeling guilty? I have no idea who it is. Guilty for sinning this way? Guilty for standing by like wimps and saying nothing? Well, I have good news for you. The very baptism that was dishonored is the thing that assures you that you are forgiven. That God does not hold this against you. And just like Jesus Christ, as he said to the sinful woman, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. So what have we learned? We are sinners. God is gracious. We dishonor him. He forgives us. This very knowledge should cause each one of us to highly exalt the sacred things of God, especially the word and sacraments. These are the only things that are going to save us. 
These are the only things that are going to see us safely through our lives in this wicked world and into the eternal peace and joy of heaven. Give thanks unto the Lord and praise him for this undeserved gift of love. Now let us praise him with hymn number 477, verse 2. Thy sacrifice. 